Welcome to another episode with Dr. Latifat, aka MoneyFeedMD. So the episode you're about to listen to was broadcasted on my vlog in the past, but it was so, so good. I had to bring it back to you on the podcast. So enjoy, take a listen. And of course, I want to know what you think. Have a good day. Here comes the episode. Hello and welcome. This is your money coach, MoneyFeedMD. Welcome back. This is episode seven. Yeah. Yes. I'm excited. Welcome here. I hope you guys are having a good week so far. Mine has been going fantastic. And I'm glad to talk to you guys today about this topic. So earlier this week, I was reading this article from, it was um, an article about the psychology of debt. And there was some statistics that I saw that I thought was pretty profound. And I'm going to read them out to you. Okay. According to this journal or this article, nearly three quarters of indebted individuals said they thought about their financial burden more than they wanted to. Credit card debt was mostly associated with the feelings of guilt, with 49% of indebted correspondents saying they felt completely at fault for their situation. Okay. It went on to say 40% of people with debt hid or lied about their debt at least once. Shame and blame go hand in hand with debt. How did this happen? How did I allow myself to fall into this trap? How did I let it get this bad? That, my dear friends, is interesting. Not surprising, but interesting. It really is interesting to see that there's a lot of negative emotions that's associated with debt. Listen, if you spent any time at all on my vlog, you know that I'm not recommending that you go in debt. I'm not recommending that you live beyond your means. However, I'm a firm believer that life is too short to be lived in pain, which means that if you happen to be in debt, there is a way out. There is a good way of going about it and there is a not so great way of going about it right so today we're going to be talking about debt mindset which I'm saying debt mindset but really it's about money mindset okay so stay tuned with me some of you may already know I'm actually in the process of getting my certification with the for my life coach training or certification with the life coach school by Brooke Castillo. When I decided to do this, I was looking around at the options that are available and I really, really, really liked her model because it just seemed to make a lot of sense. It was pretty simple and straightforward. And the whole model behind um, Brooke Castillo's principle of life coaching is that most things in life, most circumstances in life are neutral. It's what we think about it that makes it a thing, meaning whether it's positive or negative. So for example, the doorbell rings, it's a thing. If I think in my head that it's a good friend of mine, then I get really excited. But if I think that it's an annoying person trying to sell something at my door, I may get start to feel really annoyed, right? So again, circumstances are neutral. What we think about it is what makes it a thing. And then our thought is what creates our feelings. Our feelings create actions and our actions create the result that we see. Okay, in that, in that linear manner. You can also think about it the opposite way and you can think about it sort of in a results-based way, which is if you're looking for a specific result, 
What actions do you need to take to produce those results? What feelings, if you imagine yourself in future with those actions, what feeling comes over you? What, what do you, do you feel excited? Do you feel defeated? Do you feel ashamed? And then now that also can feed into the thoughts that you think. So I think it's a pretty powerful model. And for this mindset, it really, really, really knocks it home or takes it home for me because if your goal is to pay off your debt, right? And some people choose not to. Some people choose to leverage their debt with helping build wealth and doing other things. But if your goal is to pay off your debt, you don't need to suffer through it, right? And there, there are certain thoughts that make people feel like their debt is bad. It's shameful. It's depressing. It's isolating. And you can imagine that those thoughts, the thoughts that created those feelings can lead you into doing things that are not very productive. Like, for example, you could be avoiding your bank calls. You could avoid your credit card statement at the end of the month by just you know, shredding it or tossing it in a drawer, which is not very productive. But, you know, someone else could have the same amount of debt, but at the end of the day, they could think, okay, what am I going to do about this debt? What, what are the practical ways that I can eliminate this debt? And you can see that that person may actually come up with list of actions that they want to take, meaning do I want to work more? Do I want to spend less? Do I want to conscious spend, right? It always goes back to that math. You either make more or you spend less. It's one of those two. That's how you cash flow. That's how you build wealth. That's how you're able to have money left in your account at the end of the month. It's not magic. It's math, right? But essentially, two different same scenario, two different thoughts creates two different feelings, two different actions, and two different results. Are you guys following so far? So I want you to keep that in mind when you're thinking of your debt. And the moment where your debt starts to say something negative or make you feel something negative about yourself, that's not being productive. That's counterproductive, right? Just keep that in mind because these are very subtle things that I want you to be aware of. When you're thinking of your debt, what feelings are you feeling? And you have to decide for yourself, are these the feelings that I want? And if the answer is no, what can you do? What actions can you put in place that can change the feelings that you feel towards your debt? Are you with me? Okay, good. So for the sake of this conversation, there are a couple of things that I want you guys to do. Number one, I want you to decide what you want for your financial life. I want you to decide what you want to do about the specific debt, right? And then number two, I want you to ask yourself, what are you letting this debt mean to you? Like, what does it mean to you? Does it mean that you are a horrible person? Does it mean that you are a strong person? Does it mean that you can do anything? You can achieve this? You can knock this out? Do you get? Do you see the sort of difference? Or does it mean that I failed myself? Does it mean that I'm a horrible person? Does it mean that I don't deserve to be successful? Does it mean that my family is ashamed of me? That is not productive thoughts. That's not productive feelings at all. And it's not going to lead you to do something good. It's going to lead you to avoid your family. It's going to lead you to be isolated. And that's going to create results that you may not want to create. Yeah, right and then the third part of it that I want you to think about is this we all make mistakes the past is the past one of my favorite coaches say something she said 
if you ever fight or argue with your past, you lose 100% of the time, meaning it's counterproductive. And I'm all about efficiency, efficiency of time, efficiency of emotions, efficiency of actions, right? So this is not efficient for you to think that, oh, I regret that. Yes, there's room for regret, but you don't have to sit down in that and let it keep making you feel bad and causing all those negative actions that's not productive. So I have good news for you, though, if you do regret the decisions that you've made. You've made those decisions. It's gone. It's gone. Forget about it. But the good news is this. You can make another decision today that will affect your outcome tomorrow. I'm going to repeat that because I think that's really important. The decisions in the past are already gone. But today, you can make a decision today that can change your present and will change your future. So I'll give you an example. If you have a mortgage or a car loan that is you thought was a great idea at some point before you decided to take your life back you already borrowed them you know you already have the mortgage you have the debt that in the past what you can do today though the decision you can make today is to sell the house mm -hmm. yes you can you can you can sell the house you can sell the car in fact a good friend of ours just did that recently where they're trying to take their life back they realized that they were working too much they were working 80 hours a week just to make ends meet and just to pay for this house that they were not even able to enjoy so what they decided to do was they decided to sell the house they sold the house they paid their debt decrease the number of hours they work out they spend at work they can spend more time with their family and now that's created room for them to live the life that they want with the time they have now they can invest in their future and do things like just be hey hey nothing wrong with that right so now they're able to buy the life that they want because they made a decision today which was to undo and fix the problem that they've created in the past again it's not productive don't fight with the past you're going to lose 100 percent of the time but make a decision today that's going to help you create the life that you want and then the next one I want you to do is really important. I want you to think about the results you want. What result do you want, right? And I want you to think, what action do I need to put in place in order to get this result that I want, okay? And then once you've put those actions, once you've written those, as, those actions down, I want you to now picture yourself doing those actions and ask yourself, what feelings do you feel? If those are not the feelings that you want to feel, then I want you to go back to the action and change the action and ask yourself, what actions do I have to take to feel the way that I want to feel? So the beautiful thing about this model really is it shows us that a lot of things is within our control. We can control our emotions. We can control our feelings. We can control our thoughts. And that affects our actions. That affects our results. We can determine the results we want, and that can feed back into our actions. You can see how that seems can be empowering if that's a feeling you want to go for. Right? So I'm going to summarize again real quickly four things that I want you to keep in mind. Number one, what is your, what are you trying to achieve financially? Ask yourself that question. Number two, choose what your debt, what you want your debt to mean to you. That can be your thoughts, that can be your feeling. You have the power to choose, right? Number three is don't fight with your past. It's gone. Today, though, you can make a decision today that's going to affect your future. So don't fight with the past. Make a decision today. And then number four is what result do you want? 
What actions do you have to put in place in order to achieve that result? And does those actions cause you to feel the emotions that you want to feel? If the answer is no, then go back to the drawing board and write those actions again, right? And the most important thing is this. Your life is valuable. Your life, every breath you take is valuable. Forget mindlessness. We're done living mindlessly. We're done spending however we choose to without however our bodies choose to without thinking about it. Now is the time for conscious thoughts. Now is the time for conscious budgets. Now is the time to take our future back, right? The past is gone. It's a new day and the decisions we make today will affect our tomorrow. Before I end, I want to remind you guys, if you are a physician or if you know a physician that suffered a loss of income or decrease in income based on the coronavirus or everything else that's been going on the last couple of months, don't forget that I have that one hour Zoom meeting that's coming up on April 20, no, excuse me, May 22nd, not April, May 22nd. It is going to be the best one hour you've ever had packed with practical things you can do today to increase your cash flow now. Things you can do today to put money in your pocket now. We're not waiting for a side gig income, which is great that you have those, but we're not gonna wait for those. We're not gonna wait for the government to send their PPE or stimulus package. We're going to create our own stimulus package based on what you have as your income right now by conscious spending. So the link is in the comments below. Make sure you pre-register, okay? Because I need to know what's gonna be there so I can have all the materials ready. I am so excited to be here. I am so excited about what we're creating together and I cannot wait to work with you. As always, email me with any questions at moneyfitmd at gmail.com. Have a fantastic week and I am just happy to be here. Take care. If you've loved listening to this episode, be sure to leave us a review. You know that I love to hear from you. And who knows, you may get a shout out in the next recording. And also be sure to subscribe and share with those that are in your community because when you grow, we all grow together.